0: Doors with your host true Kirby. Yeehaw! Okay, okay, Holy God. May I have your attention, please. Hey,
1: this is Luke Holmes. I am Morgan Wallen. I'm Riley Green. I'm Travis Denny. Hey,
0: I'm Aaron Lewis.
1: Hey, it's Luke
0: Bryan. I'm Tim McGraw. What's up? This is Ian Munsick. ah uh, this is Craig Moore. And you're listening to Wyoming Hooking and Hunting Outdoors, My Country 95.5. Thank you
2: so much for tuning in. If you haven't listened to all of our episodes. You can hear every single one of them on demand inside the station's app. Just click on demand and you'll find Wyoming Hooking and Hunting Outdoors. A great show planned today. We'll get with uh, Game and Fish. We have got an artist coming on. His name is Travis Glasgow. He does some very double exposure uh, photography. Also, Brian from Rocky Mountain Discount Sports is on. We've got a lot to cover. And a little bit of time to do it. So let's get right to it. Thanks again for tuning in.
0: Wyoming, hooking and hunting outdoors. Anything goes, extra fun. Woo! My Country 95.5. Hooking and hunting outdoors on My Country 95.5.
2: Springtime is upon us. We're officially right upon spring, but uh, it's Wyoming, so we may suffer winter for a couple of more weeks. But... Being springtime means that we have big time meetings happening here with uh, Game and Fish setting those seasons. And uh, Janet and Brian with us, uh, this is an exciting time of year.
3: It is um, so good to see you, Drew. Thanks for having us on. And it seems like we talk about this almost every week because wildlife management is a year-round deal. And just a couple months ago, we had what we, you know, post-big-game season hunt meetings where we listened to the public and what they thought, things, how things went, and now we're back at it again. Now we've listened, we've kind of created some of our – Hunting seasons, and there's a whole bunch of them, antelope, deer, elk, goose, migratory birds, um, wild bison, upland game, bighorn sheep, moose, all of those things we've looked at. And now we're presenting them to the public. And we're here to listen to what you guys think about what we're saying is going on in the field. And
2: these meetings have been going on for years, right? I mean, it's an every year thing because that's how you guys get feedback back from the public
4: and then you can go one-on-one with them too. Yeah. It's an annual process that we go through. We, we meet with landowners individually. Um, It's a good time of year to run into them, you know, whether cabin or things like that. So they don't get along a far away from home this time of year. So we do that in the field. And we also have these public meetings so we can talk to hunters about how their seasons went last year, what they, you know, what they're seeing. And then we can kind of come up with some proposals on, you know what the seasons are going to be in 2022 when we do that every year and it's not only based on comments but also on you know our you know the data that we get from you know harvest checks and things like that and surveys so we use all that information along with mother nature how she's treating the critters during the winter you know we use that information also to help us set seasons for 2022 but we bring those to the public so we can discuss any changes and uh, get any comments from them on on what their thoughts are too
2: when, when these meetings happen, uh, is it 100% finalized at this point or is it just kind of the beginning of the, the process?
3: This is just the beginning of the process. Um, we, we have proposed them. They will go before the commission in April, and that is when things are kind of set. But that being said, we still have things that happen. Um, you might recall the, the big winter storm we had last year um, that really ended up taking a lot of our pronghorn antelope out. And so we still have the opportunity to change them later if needed. But usually the April commission meeting kind of sets things in stone, and we, we go from there on on what the numbers of licenses that we issue are.
2: Uh, how many people usually attend this and who can attend these meetings?
3: Did you just hear Brian laugh? That should tell you who yeah, I mean, attends the meeting. It's, it's
4: open to, I mean, anybody. And we have, I don't know, 40, 50 meetings across the state. We have a lot of meetings. And then we also have opportunities to uh, join online too, virtually to do that. But, you know, they're usually not very well attended, um, some years, of course, we get a few more than others. but um, you know we're hopeful every year that that folks if they have any, you know, want to see some different season changes or they're interested in what we're proposing is to come in and talk to us face to face. They mostly can they also can look at this stuff online and uh, that helps out or give us a call if they don't have time to come in. So it's one of those things where we would like a lot of public input. but um, if you don't show up, uh, we just assume everything's great, and uh, they'll go with what we propose, and then and, they, it's, and then they'll start complaining after. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. We're
3: we're used to that. You get how it works. But recognizing honestly drew that people are just as busy as as you and me, it is challenging to take away yet another night from your busy calendar to show up and listen to um especially Justin Benfit babble for uh, you know a long time, that becomes a little bit more challenging for folks. But what we've done um, the last couple years, a lot of it was was started with the um, coronavirus. But when we couldn't have public meetings, we started creating. These video PowerPoint videos that we post online, where it is the biologist in your region that is presenting the science, They're giving you the data that they have that they have seen and, and really kind of telling you what's going on with the different herds around um, the region. And so that goes from you know Newcastle all the way to Kimmerer. You can find all sorts of different information online. And all you have to do is go to our get involved page and then public comments and you'll find all of that information as we get a little bit um, closer to to the the meetings and then If you don't have time to attend a meeting, don't hesitate to call if you completely disagree with what we're proposing, or you can do a written comment sheet. And those those can be sent here to the CASPER office because we do have all the regulations, um, folks that that live in out of our our office instead of the Cheyenne office. And the deadline um, for that is is gonna be April 1st. So you can write a comment, you can submit it online, 5 p.m. April 1st, and, and away you go.
2: Cool. More details about the meetings coming up in just a few minutes. If you have a question, you can hit us up on the radio station's app. Click on the chat now feature.
0: It's no Wyoming hooking and hunting outdoors. My Country 95.5. Thanks for staying on the
2: program. Of course, you can always ask Game and Fish a question about anything that we talk about here on the program. Or if there's another question that you're looking for an answer... At the My Country 95.5 app, just click on the chat feature and you can ask any question you would prefer right there. We're talking about the meetings that are coming up here uh, in just a couple of weeks. And, Janet, if someone wants to come in person to these meetings, what do they have to do?
3: If you want to come face-to-face, just show up. There's 40 different meetings, 40 to 50 different meetings across the state. They're all listed online, so you can go to the Get Involved page, and, and they will be listed there. We also have virtual options for a lot of folks that maybe don't want to get out or, um, you know, maybe have, have have been busy, and they can do that as well. Join virtually. From the comfort of your own living room, eating some popcorn and watch some entertainment.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, I asked earlier about the, the finalization and when that'll be. Do you have any idea of how the numbers are looking
4: compared to the last couple of years? Well, certainly, you know, last year we, we had some, um, you know, some pretty bad winter weather that came like in the spring and then we also had quite a drought, um, so farm production last year was really poor in a lot of parts of the state. So expectations, you can expect some lower antelope uh, licenses available, you know, in most of the state. Um, that's one of the most common things that we're seeing so far. Um, elk numbers uh, are still doing very well, and you'll see the same or or re- increased uh, opportunities for elk. And then deer is just basically where you're at in the state, um, around Casper. Again, you know, uh, our font production production has been pretty pretty low for a few years in a row. So, those numbers or opportunities might uh, decrease in some of our limited quota areas, which means we'll have lef- less less license, licenses available. But in other areas, um, not a whole lot of changes. So, there's going to be some different things going on, you know, across the state. And like say, when you if you would like to if you hunt in the Sheridan area, you can go online and look at their presentation online. You don't have to go to shared into the meeting, you can look at the presentation and you can always call the biologist on the phone and ask them questions, but you know, right here in Casper, our meeting here is on the 24th of, and, March. of March and um, it starts at uh, 6 o'clock right here at the Game and Fish office and just in the immediate vicinity of Casper, there's one in Buffalo, there's one in Douglas, there's one in Lusk, um, there's one in Wheatland, so they're all over the state. Um, most of the you know larger communities and some of the smaller communities will actually have those meetings, and we just hope that folks will attend and come. You know, if not anything, come visit their local game, game and fish folks. And all
2: you need to do is go to the website wgfd.yo.gov and find the meeting closest to you, or if you want to attend a, a few of those meetings and uh i'm will the same information be covered if they do it
4: virtually as if they were in person yes pretty much i think it, it just won't have the interaction mm-hmm. um the virtual option is um for some places are just basically listening to uh, a presentation um there's some live um uh, meeting days that you can actually attend to um, virtually um otherwise you just don't have that interaction face-to-face so if you live in casper we'd love to have you up here um And listening to us and and we can listen to what you have to say too
2: there you go coming up march 24th at the game and fish office here in casper guys thanks a lot
4: wyoming queen hooking
0: and hunting outdoors on my country 95.5 sitting here with
2: brian from rocky mountain discount sports and uh brian it looks like we have what could be a great stretch for fishermen and uh tax returns they're coming in you guys got a great supply of guns so i mean there's
1: just a lot of options yeah you know it looks like we got at least a week of spring uh so we're gonna have a little bit nicer weather and the the ice fishermen were pretty happy last week with that nice arctic cold blast but uh now we are got some 50, 60 degree weather coming up this week and things will start opening up and time to get that boat ready again for sure
2: so when we talk fishing here in uh, the casper area and all around central wyoming i mean there are uh, lots of different options and one is going on the river or maybe going up to alcova or, or, or pathfinder when you're going out to to fish those you're obviously fishing with different equipment and you guys have the whole gamut so if they're going fly fishing you guys have that or if they're looking for a new rod and reel
1: yeah, you know, and uh, this the springtime, you know, especially before that ice out, you know, the the North Platte River provides a lot of really great fishing and, uh, you know, we'll have the spawn coming up. So usually try to be cautious of, you know, fishing those reds and uh, protecting those spawning fish. But yeah, the North Platte, I mean, it provides some just some great areas around Gray Reef and then you've got the Miracle Mile. Um, once, once the ice comes off the reservoirs, then it's just pretty much anybody's game.
2: So when, uh, when folks are looking for flies. I sat one day for probably thirty minutes just going through the entire section of flies you guys have. So if you're looking for it, you guys got it.
1: Yeah, we try to um, kind of cater to what's what's working in the region, right? So you know, especially if you're fishing the river here, and you you know, most likely you can get away with a leech pattern, a San Juan worm, um, some type of a nymph, a scud of some sort. Um, leech, leeches tend to be like you know kind of a go-to for for me. They seem like they work year-round, but. Um yeah, I mean uh, we've we've got some guys here that are that are pretty savvy on you know what what's working, and uh, I got a few guys that uh, get on the water frequently, so they can certainly help you out.
2: What I really like about Rocky Mountain Discount Sport is just that is most people that work here or shop here are all outdoorsmen. They uh, they enjoy the outdoors, and if you're looking to get into something like fly fishing, you guys have got the the folks here on staff that love to get out and do it, and probably would love to show someone new what's going on
1: yeah and you know I kind of view us as you know we're gonna get you started with all the basics you know we're we're not a specialty shop like the ugly bug um, but uh, we're definitely gonna be able to get you into a An entry-level rod and reel combo uh, will get you set up so that you can get over to Murad Park or up to the reef and and actually be successful at catching some fish now uh,
2: not only is it fishing season coming soon fingers crossed but tax (laughs) returns we mentioned that a little bit earlier and your uh, gun section is pretty full and be great for a tax return gift
1: yeah, you know, we're just constantly putting new items in the store, new guns that are coming out, uh, a lot of the new Springfields and the new Hellcats and that kind of stuff. and. Yeah, I mean, we see a lot of people that are, you know, weren't necessarily expecting a refund check from their their old government, and uh, you know, a lot of people are using that money to invest in a, a new firearm. So it's a great time to buy
2: a gun safe, may be uh, right up your alley too. Maybe you've got a plethora of firearms and need somewhere to put them. Well, who would have more than one, Drew? <laughs> in, in Wyoming, no one, right? <laughs> no one has more than one. <laughs> right?
1: Yeah. No, we've got uh, we've got got everything from your basic uh, gun cabinet, which you know doesn't provide any fire rating but all the way up to, you know, really nice. Uh You know, like a platinum-level browning safe that would give you 60 minutes or more of fire protection.
2: Yeah, definitely worth it to come by here and and shop around. If you don't have your taxes done yet, but you're about to get them ready, I mean, you might as well come in and shop and maybe do some
1: layaway. Hey, I'm getting $31 back. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Well, you can go and buy a
1: box of shells. Yeah, I can buy a box of
2: shells. (laughs) (laughs) Get out here and check them out. Rocky Mountain Discount Sports, CY Avenue here in Casper.
0: And hunting outdoors on my country 95-5.
2: Thanks for listening to Wyoming Hooking and Hunting Outdoors. I'm Drew, your host. You can go to our app and ask us a question for any of our guests, uh, Game and Fish, Brian from Rocky Mountain Discount Sports, or our guest today, Travis Glasgow. Uh, Travis is an artist from Casper that is really spreading his wings, and he uses wildlife.
5: Now, Travis, how would you describe your art? So they're animal landscapes, so wildlife and landscapes. So I, I take most of the landscape pictures. I don't take most of the wildlife pictures i I source those those are just public domain images, um, but I'm a landscape photographer, so I combine my photography with um my graphic design um skill set as well oh uh, that's great man and- but those, yeah those those are the yeah it's kind of a niche so i you know i I've been a graphic artist for about twenty years and uh just kind of dabbled in it and then about five years ago i really really kind of found this niche as far as um, you know, combining wildlife and landscape images
2: i mean, and, and it's absolutely beautiful the way that you can combine the the two different formats and come up with such beauty well, thanks,
5: yeah, I appreciate it it's taken a lot of time, a lot of effort <laughs>
2: but. has it always been something that you 've been interested in, even as a young artist?
5: yeah, so I really started it when I was probably i don 't know eighteen years old i'm forty one now and uh, so i've been doing it for for quite a while.
2: So you've been doing the graphic art for a long time, but the double exposure, not so much?
5: Yeah, it really came about about five years ago. I was just uh, just kind of dabbling with it, um, had some other stuff that I was working on, and then I just, I just found this, you know, and it, and, it's, and it started to work for me. So I like
2: this type of art because you're using the Wyoming landscape and the Wyoming wildlife and combining it. You don't really see that a whole lot.
5: You don't. Yeah, well, I appreciate it. Yeah, there's, I mean, it's it's pretty tricky. It's like any other art form. Um, after I have the wildlife image, you know, I'll go out and take a picture of, you know, whatever landscape image, bring it back, and I have Photoshop here. So, and it takes, you know, it takes quite a few hours, sometimes even days, you know, to really, to really work through a design.
2: Before you leave the house, do you have a A visual image in your head of, okay, so I have a picture of a bear, so I'm going to go out and I'm going to get this type of landscape.
5: Yeah, I do actually. Um, There's also angles and formatting too. So if I have an image of a bear, say it's more of like a vertical um, image, then I know that I'm going to go out and take a vertical picture um, to match it up with that. And then think about like maybe blend it in with the eyes or the nose or the ears or something like that. Um, trees blend really well with fur, so I, I like that sort of blending. So there is there is some strategy, and you know, before I go out and take pictures.
2: <laughs> Looking through the the whole catalog that you have here, is there one that really just stands out more than the others?
5: I really like rugged beauty, the bison, and uh, the Teton blend. Yeah, I took that picture. It's a Snake River overlook, and I really it took me quite a bit of time to to finish that one with the bison
2: do you go out and will you hit like areas of say the tetons and you go spend a few days up there to get a bunch of different ideas in your your head and then kind
5: of go from there i sure do yeah i like getting points of interest so you know the teton range um great photo ops up there um last year girlfriend and i went to devil's tower Um, we just spent the day up there, but some great photo opportunities there. And then I don't think I actually have anything on my website. I'm working through a few designs with, um, devil's tower, but yeah, you know, go out and, and find points of interest and take photos and kind of have an idea in mind what I'm going to do when I get back.
2: Travis, let me ask you, let's say I was up in, Uh, the Bighorn Mountains, and I got a great picture of a sheep. Uh, Can I come to you and say, hey, Travis, here's a great picture. Could you make something out of this? Yeah,
5: I've done custom work. You bet. Yeah, I've, I've completed about four or five different designs for people who have done just that.
2: So if you're an outdoorsman and you've got that picture that you've been waiting for something to be done with, you should hit Travis up and see if you guys can work something out. And you can get the ball rolling by going to 307shop.com. And Travis, what are your social media handles?
5: On Instagram, 307store.com, spelled out, and 307store on Facebook.
2: Very cool. Very simple. Very easy. Well, Travis, thank you so much. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks, Drew. You got it, Travis. 307shop.com is where you can go and find out more about Travis. There we go. Wrapped up another week. Of Wyoming hooking and hunting outdoors. Go over, listen on demand to all of our great episodes. This episode and full will be up tomorrow. And if you have any questions for Game and Fish or any of our guests, you can leave them inside the app. Just click on chat with us.